Well, hello, everybody. Happy Monday. I hope you guys are doing great on this beautiful Monday, March 15th at the time of this live recording. And I actually will be, um, I've, I've started kind of a new thing. Um, I'm not only live streaming on Mondays, 90% of the time, I'm also going to be uploading it into um, iTunes and in the podcast platforms on the same day because I really want you guys to get this information. Um, every Monday I do a live stream in inspired to help you as salespeople, entrepreneurs, business owners, salespeople to live your best life, to really own your greatness and to find your best health, your best wealth, whatever that means for you, and create that innate wisdom. Because I believe as a coach and what I've observed over the last 20 plus years in my adult life, I believe we all know the answers, right? Like 90% of the time, I'm not going to be telling you anything new or earth shattering. Although today may be one of those exceptions. And we all have the answers within us. I do believe that. However, a lot of times we go outside ourselves to seek the answers. And I believe just to remind ourselves of the wisdom that we already know. And I know for me, I've been a knowledge junkie for a really long time. And wisdom is the application of knowledge. And so I bring to you different topics of conversation every Monday on my monologue. And then on every Friday in my live show, I have an amazing guest, either a health expert, a wealth expert, or a wisdom expert. So just really quick disclaimer, if you're not already in my healthy and wealthy and wise community, what? What are you waiting for? Don't wait any longer, um, especially this Friday. Whew, we have quite an amazing guest all the way from the UK um, that I'm super excited about. But I wanted to go ahead and dive right in. Um, I'm not going to lie. I was a little nervous about this topic um, because this this topic may be polarizing for some. This this topic may trigger <laughs> some some buttons. Okay, it may push your buttons, and you might be kind of like, "Well, Lois, that's kind of that's crazy. I've never heard that before." Even though I just said a lot of times, what I share with you, we already know most of what I share, or it might be a new idea, what have you. But it, it, you're open to it. Today, I may take you on a journey. Again, I, I really work on get, keeping these to 20 minutes or less because I personally respect my own time, respect your time. And you might find yourself wanting to listen to this again. And I do have, you know, the ask questions below here, um, just so that you guys can ask questions as a, you know, a reward of being here on the live. So if you're here live, comment below, hashtag live, hashtag replay. And in fact, I would love it. And you may impact someone's life today by hitting the share button. So I'm going to take you on a journey, um, a little bit of a story. A lot of you may know, or if you're new to my community, you maybe don't. Um, last year was an ass kicking year for me on many levels, mental, physical, spiritual, emotional, financial, you name it. I feel like I, I had the grand tour of transformation. And it was really cool because the first half of the year, I went into worker B mode. I went on autopilot mode. I went into what I call, and you'll hear more today, 
fight or flight mode and was really focused on just work, 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 figuring out this new normal, this new pandemic. Whoa, what's going on in 2020? Hello. Um, different people, you know, dying in my life, really tragic stuff. And then homeschooling on top of that. So I did what I always do. I fell back on an addiction that I'm going to talk about today. This addiction is something we all have. In fact, I would say it's the cause, the root cause of all suffering. Buddha says, you know, life is suffering. And <laughs> this is what he, what I'm talking about today is what I believe that Buddha meant. You know, ultimately, we are a society that is, is addicted. And I'm going to just dive right in because this is this is this can be um, somewhat heavy stuff. And I don't have a script, just so you know, I'm just going off here, um, just sharing, speaking from the heart. And I, I probably I'll have to say that I'm probably going to need to do another episode um, and have a couple different guests, experts about this topic, because I just so you know, I am not a therapist. I am, am not um, an expert on this topic today. However, I have seen it. And I'm now, because of last year, very conscious of it. In the last 20 years, I have coached thousands of people in health, fitness, and business. I helped, gosh, countless thousands of pounds be lost on men and women. Uh, helped people, countless people, thousands of people coach and train them for marathons, 5Ks, triathlons, very goal-oriented stuff, very strategy-oriented stuff, very tactical, plan-oriented. And then the business side. Ever since I was 25, I was a sales trainer in different industries, real estate. I've also trained for BNI. I've also trained in the network marketing industry. So I could say, based on personal experience and observation, I wish I would have started a case study <laughs> 20 years ago, because then I'd have hard numbers and data. So I'm, I'm, I'm trying not to be too general or stereotypical. I, I want to come from a place of personal experience today of transformation, having worked with a therapist, grief counselor, and a couple of different coaches who helped wake me up, take the blindfold off and understand what the root cause of my challenges were in life, what was holding me back from my best health, my best wealth, and truly trusting my own innate wisdom. I don't know if anybody can relate to this, but I was always looking outside myself for answers. I was always asking for advice. I couldn't trust myself. And, you know, there's this book that my friend Artem out there, if you're watching Artem on the live or the replay, I can't thank you enough. Because at the end of last year, about the, the fourth quarter, I started breaking down started hitting a wall. I raised my white flag of surrender. I even told you guys I read the surrender experiment. It was at that moment. And then I was still feeling kind of empty inside. And a friend of mine introduced this book to me, When Society Becomes an Addict. And I was like, whoa, that's a powerful title. What the heck is that about? And he referred it to me because I was going through what I we were calling, he and I both called it, the dark night of my, my soul. And 
understanding that even at that time I was making really good money. I had hit my first five figures a month, but I still felt kind of empty inside. And like, what is going on with me? Cause I, I was so on the other side of that for so long, Pollyanna, fake it till you make it, never let them see you sweat, you know, all of that kind of stuff. And I was kind of tired of that. I don't know if anybody here can relate. So I read this book and I'm not going to be talking about, you know, alcohol addiction, drugs, um, food addiction, even though I've studied that I was an addict of sugar, caffeine, you know, you name it. Uh, I've been a binge drinker. I've, I've been through that journey, right? I'm not even going to really talk about other addictions that they mentioned in here, like money, gambling, sex, work, workaholism. That was probably my favorite. <laughs> I'm joking, but I'm definitely guilty of that working seven days a week, staying busy. And that was a still is now a swear word. I don't, I don't usually say that word. So um, please don't turn me in for swearing on here, but busy is a swear word to me. I'd rather hear other words, but um, religion, worry uh, is an addiction. And so it just talked about our relationship in society and how we have been programmed by the media, by, you know, growing up in our childhood. I know for me, I definitely um, found myself with fears of abandonment, fear of rejection, which my sales career actually helped me understand and work through what I thought was most of it. But when I talk about an addiction, and I don't even really like that word so much, I prefer just habits that are driving you. Um, also known as emotional running. I actually wrote a book way, way back in the 2000s when I discovered I was addicted to fitness and I became a runner, got that, that runner's high, you know, and thought I could never go a day without running. I would run even if I had the flu. I would run if there was 50 mile per hour wind and a negative 50 degree wind chill, right? I had to train. I had to check off my, you know, my training plan, right? I had to be a good girl. I was always seeking approval. I was addicted to seeking approval. Um, I was addicted to being right. Um, I was addicted to goal setting. Um, hey, Carl. Yay. <laughs> Fear is an acronym for false evidence appearing real. Absolutely. Hey, Hema. David, I hope you're not driving it. <laughs> anyway. So thanks guys for tuning in. Um, you know, there's so I could go on and on addicted, you know, perfectionism, you know, and, and then and you might be thinking like, wow, I never thought of it like that. Right. Those are all processes, day-to-day -day stuff. However, why do we have that compulsion to always do Right. I recognized last year I had so much on my plate. I was feeling a void. Right. And it was driven by fear. And I was reading also this book. If you want, you can go back to my last guest in January. I believe it was January 31st. Um, the author of this, Franco Romero, was on, and he talked about, in this book, he talked about, I came to grips with my inner demons and my emotional addiction to the negative aspects of my life. 
And he goes on to talk about it, you know, as, as purely fear. You know, we can be addicted to those things that do not serve us. It's a pattern. It's just, it's, it's autopilot because of trauma, because of life, because of overwhelm. And so I bring this topic up again. I'm not an expert on this. I'm just sharing with you my own personal experience and even working, you know, through therapy and, and um, both traditional and non-traditional conversations, um, spiritual conversations about getting to the root cause of why did I feel compelled to have to, in my mind, do so much. And actually, Carl, you, hey, Raymond, um, Carl, I don't know if you know this, but Carl Olson, who's on the call right now, he asked me, Lois, what drives you? You're just so, you know, I don't, I'm putting, I'm paraphrasing here, Carl, but something along the lines of, you know, you're so successful. At that time, I was doing really, really well, you know, doing really, really well in network marketing and winning trips and, you know, the Mercedes and all of the stuff, right? I was just on autopilot and I was driven by a fear of, of failure because 13 years ago, I had a massive, massive failure. And I hope you're taking notes. There is, there's a moral to the story. I was, was so driven by the pain and the trauma of that one event that I completely abandoned my truth and I went and sought outside answers for myself. So it looked like I was driven by success, but I was actually driven by fear, by fear. And I know Raymond, you said, why are we hardwired? I think I, again, I, I'm not, you know, like a psychologist or an expert on psychology. I might have to go and study some more. What I've learned through my mentors and my therapist is, you know, we were born pure, right? We had an amazing new opportunity to begin this new and experience this new world. And, you know, by a certain time frame, even by two, as little as two or three years of age, uh, I heard a story from my subconscious mind coach that she ran away from home or started to run away from home when she was two because there was so much going on around her that was, was toxic. You know, again, going back to this, I, I was addicted to negative aspects of my life because they were programmed. Maybe they had a traumatic childhood. Maybe they had, you know, perceptions. Again, I'm, I'm not here to, you know, put down my childhood or anyone else's, right? However, it is our perceptions that trauma that causes us to go in a certain direction. And it can be without the right mentorship and conscious interrupt to say, hey, you don't have to do all these things to be loved. You don't have to do all these things. You don't have to win all these prizes to be worthy. So I fell into a human doing pattern for the last 13 years because of said trauma back in 20. 2007, I was homeless and lost everything. And I had a lot of people in my life speak very, very, very openly and negatively about my, my loss. 
right? So my fear of rejection, fear of abandonment sort of kicked in, but it was really, really that addiction to that fear of failure that drove me, Carl. So Carl was, um, got it. Thanks, Raymond. <laughs> but, but definitely uh, that, that those events, you know, Zig Ziglar says failure is an event, not a person. But guess what? This is why my, my podcast is actually called Healthy and Wealthy and Wise, okay? Because I was so triggered by that event, I manifested an autoimmune disease. I believe I even manifested a couple of car accidents. I manifested, you know, arguments with my husband. I manifested feeling really lonely because all I had were business partners, not friends, because I didn't want people to see the real me. I wasn't true to myself. I wasn't owning my truth. I wasn't pursuing my truth. I was looking for answers outside of myself and allowing that fear of failure to drive me until it literally drove me into the ground, manifesting disease, all of those things, putting a cap on my income, actually, because I was always doing, 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 which then guess what, I didn't show up as my natural, true, authentic, pure self, I always thought I had to be perfect, I had to wait, yes, Thanks, Elizabeth. <laughs> I thought I'd always had to, had to, right? Insert, I have to do this. I have to, I, I'm a mom, so I have to keep it all together. I, I have to take care of my kids. I have to provide for my family. I have to, right? So what I did, once I started waking up, you know, and again, if you're just joining us, you know, reading books like this and reading books like this having slowing down having more conversations with my husband slowing down taking time off you know not working sundays anymore i started clearing the clutter i started even though i might have looked like one of the most fearless people right i started just being real and I even cried on a couple of my podcast episodes, right? I didn't want to wear the mask anymore. I didn't want fear to hold me down, keep me hostage. Granted, it wasn't fear. It was, it was me. It was my mind holding me down. And fear was, was, was that addiction that I chose. So what might be, I'm just going to throw these things out here. Trust me, I am not your therapist. And unless you're working with me in a coaching capacity, I'm, I'm never going to judge, right? I'm never going to try to, oh, this is what's happening for you, right? I'm not trying to diagnose anyone here. Um, but think about your own life. And, and I've, I've shared a lot of examples and, and some of it, I'm not going super deep, um, if you want to hear deeper stuff, um, you can sign up and attend my list build of freedom course tomorrow. It's a masterclass. It's 90 minutes long. Feel free. I share my story. I, I unpack the, the pain 
and the stuff, the real life stuff. It's not all about the tactics. It's not all about, you know, what I share with you, both my story and how I worked through that is actually more important than the tactics. However, embracing all of that over time could get you to five figures a month. I had that breakthrough last year. I could not get to five figures a month to save my life these last 13 years because I was holding myself hostage, addicted to my, my emotion of fear. So if you want to hear my more of my story, um, please sign up here at loiskofi.com forward slash freedom. And I'll, I'll explain to you why I call it freedom. And freedom isn't, trust me, it's not about the money. It's freedom from this. Once I could free, you know, the song, free your mind and the rest will follow, right? So I was able to connect my heart to my head for real because I was kind of disconnected from my true self, my authenticity, my what my heart and my intuition really wanted me to do, what I feel like I was really actually called and set on this earth to do. I, I, I Now I'm being that, not just doing it. So beingness is more important than the doingness. However, the number one sign, this is, this is my experience, okay? This is what I coach on. If you were my client and you were saying, how do I know I'm addicted to fear? You could go back and watch this again and, and listen to, to what everything that I said, it, those might be symptoms for you. Symptoms for me was working too much workaholism, if you want to call them, and ism, working too much was a sign of fear of addiction to me. Um, addicted to checking my email. Addicted to, I don't do this anymore, but uh, I actually let this one go, uh, text messaging. Addicted to Facebook. Um, you know, um, Avoiding, you know, my family that that's not even so much working so much as just being on my computer too much. Um, addicted to worry. Uh, scarcity. Um, am I going to make enough money? Worrying about that. So really, really sitting down and even taking time to reflect every day. I wasn't doing that before. Because I was always in the doing mode. And another sign would be, you know, watching too much TV, putting yourself onto the Netflix and just trying to quiet this. You know, you, you could say alcohol, drugs, whatever. I'm, I'm thinking more of the specifics when it comes to your life as an entrepreneur, salesperson, business owner. In my case, too, another one was I had more business partners than friends. I wasn't a good friend. I'll just be honest. If you're out there listening to me, I'm, I'm working on being a better friend, right? Another addiction to fear is, again, um, constantly reading books and never taking action, staying in, in action, never hitting your goals, like never hitting your goals. Like I shared, I always was at a cap on my income. My health. Oh, my gosh, my health. Last year, 
Um, because remember I said earlier, I was manifested an autoimmune disease when I started that uh, real hardcore addiction to fear. Now I'm coming down on my medication. I'm, I'm, I'm fully expecting to get off and go into remission this year. However, if you have health challenges, weight challenges, pain, chronic pain, feeling lost, not sure where your direction is. It's all emotional addiction to fear. And that's the root cause of all addictions. Not, not being able to dream. Um, I remember I had a friend who couldn't, she couldn't set goals. She, she couldn't, it wasn't even about goal setting. She couldn't even dream and what would she want to create with her life? She, she didn't, she couldn't do that. And she did end up dying of liver disease, right? So this is kind of a heavy topic <laughs> for a Monday. But my point is you can free your mind. You can release that and just ask yourself more questions. Ask yourself more questions. And I um, thank you, Elizabeth. I, I appreciate your support and your empathy. I am so grateful I woke up having this awakening for me and being able to share it and not just being here talking about list building or talking about how to make a, you know, a phone call or a sales call, how to close a deal. Right. That's what people are used to hearing me say, right. I am all about the truth in helping you free your mind, be true to yourself, speak your truth, be open to sharing. You never know when you share your story, who you might touch as a result. You never know. So now I embark upon releasing more and more every day. And here's the cool thing. I'm going to end with this. The more I release, the more I have received. The more money, the more friendships, the improved health, more time with my family, improved relationships with them, which is everything to me right now. And to be able to share this with you, not, not having this fear of rejection. <laughs> and so I hope this brings some value to you today. Um, if you have questions, you can always book a discovery call with me free of charge, no strings attached. I only do so many a month. However, if you see yourself in anything that I said, don't go it alone. And, and please don't take this the wrong way. You're, you're going to need more than a therapist. If I didn't have a coach, I actually have a couple different coaches. Um, I, I, I don't know how I would have been nearly as successful as I have been, even in just as little as the last 90 days. Things have continued to progress for me. As soon as I was open to accepting and recognizing that that's where I've been for 13 years, probably longer, you know, and go back into childhood, sugar addiction, all of the things, right? But the root cause still was fear. And I never, never understood that until this past year. So give us some thought. Please hit the share button if you feel like, you know, this, this might resonate with some of my friends. And of course, invite them into my Healthy and Wealthy and Wise Facebook community, where we, we talk real talk. 
my guests I bring in are, you know, amazing people, you know, that, that write powerful books like this. And yes, thank you. Thank you for Carl inspiring some of us today and knowing that fear is false evidence appearing real. And it's, it's, a, it's a huge thing to understand. And I encourage you to study it and journal about it. And until next time, I'll see you back here. If not on my webinar tomorrow, I'll see you back on Friday morning at 10 a.m. Pacific time. Here's to your best health, your best wealth, and your best wisdom. Bye-bye for now.